It, right. It's just sitting there, so I'm fine. I'm going to just leave it. You can kill it. But I don't want to. Why not? It's a fucking spider. Murder the spider. What, the, what is the name of our podcast, Carmen? I know. I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to leave. I mean, because I can see it and it's not moving, so I'm not really too bothered by it. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think it's a Black Widow. No. It just has the big body and it has like orange. Okay. Then maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe. Are we ready, Spaghetti? Oh, we're ready, Spaghetti. You're going to get roasted, I'm sure. Like, this is going to be a good episode for me. <laughs> As always, Catherine. As always. I mean, like, As but, always. really, I don't agree to episodes where I'm not on top, so. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that fits my Zodiac sign, probably. Probably. I mean, who knows? I don't, I mean, I feel like I, we, I don't know enough about Zodiac signs. I'm just like, this is all a mystery. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, we're, so yeah, for you all to know, we're talking about zodiac signs today. Well, not just zodiac signs. We're talking about all of the sort of mystic personality type signs and the non-mystic ones because mm-hmm. we <laughs> basically see them as the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. yes, some people will be really, really into it and be able to be like, oh, you're this? Well, that means this, 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 and this about you. We're not those people, but nope. we do like to dip our toes in for fun. Oh, I didn't even introduce the podcast. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is I'd Kill a Spider for You, which mm-hmm. is a podcast where we talk about all sorts of different things, big issues, small issues, politics. We'll mm-hmm. usually have a section where we'll talk about, you know, how much we hate men and then, you know, talk about how much we want guilty and the rich. Like, it's just those are regular occurring segments. But generally speaking... We cover all sorts of issues and, you know, we just are letting you in on our friendship is essentially what we're doing here. Exactly. Uh, so Catherine, uh, mm-hmm. what was your, so when did you find out about horoscopes? Like what, was it a thing for you growing up? Like, tell me everything. Oh, for me, honestly, I don't remember not knowing about horoscopes. I feel like there was just a thing that like, I think everybody is like that. Like you see it in a newspaper when you're a kid or like in a magazine, you see it like on TV, you see people talking about it. You hear about that dumb pickup line, like what's your sign? Like when you're like eight years old, you know what I mean? I feel like everybody has like this weird basic information about uh, horoscopes, even if they are not into it at all. It's like the background magic of our culture. (laughs) And it's the one thing that everybody kind of at least knows a little bit about because you can ask anyone and the majority of people will know at least what their zodiac sign is. Right, exactly. And so for me, it's just become a fun thing. So for me, the zodiac and like other sorts of magic-y things like this are just like a fun time. I don't necessarily believe 100% they're real, but every time I look at zodiac signs, I look at yours, I look at mine, and I look at our friend Alicia's. So that is uh, Gemini, Taurus, and Leo. And they're always accurate. (laughs) <laughs> we're always fucking spot on for us we're always precisely what the zodiac sign says we're supposed to be and i'm like oh, i fuck. know every time i know that's and i'm so- a gemini i should say so yep i mean that's that's the actually- best sign mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay carmen tell me about yourself and the worst sign taurus let's go, let's go. <laughs> um actually i feel like there's worse signs in mind but anyway there probably are but um so basically uh for me as a latin american it's very interesting because you know we i also grew up always kind of knowing about zodiac signs like i feel like especially north america it's just like there all the time but i am also latin american and i grew up with cable tv which meant that uh we had this channel in toronto called tln mm-hmm. and it meant that we got to see spanish language news from the u.s uh, in particular, this one channel or this one TV show was called Primer Impacto, which is Latino CNN almost. Okay. I would almost say Latino Fox News because it was just that trashy. And it was just like there was always a segment at the end of the day where you know how most news segments have like, oh, this is like some great community news. And there's always like one fluff piece at the end. Yeah. Well, um, instead of it being a fluff piece, it was some sort of paranormal piece, which was then <laughs> followed by your zodiac sign, which was done by Walter Mercado, who is the documentary just came out about him on Netflix called Mucho Mucho Amor, which is like that's how he would sign off. He would, he would always be like, y como siempre, mucho, mucho amor. Like he would send you lots and lots of love. 
And um, so I grew up watching him every day and every day you had to listen to your sign come up. So I was Taurus. I think my grandma's a Sagittarius and my mom is a Pisces. Mm. So we watched that every day until I guess he like retired and, and the movie gets into how he like dropped off the base of the earth essentially, kind of like unannounced. He just was gone one day. And so that's how I grew up finding out about horoscopes, but I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm in social work. I don't know if you've noticed this as well, but like, I remember when I started being in like, I remember I was in like office spaces and people would be like, what's your sign, Carmen? And I was like, since when? Like nobody really ever asked me, like it wasn't really a thing that ever came up. And then when I started working, it was all of a sudden I was like, what's your sign? And I was like, I'm a Taurus. And they're like, yeah, I really see it. And I'm like, I don't understand. And then when I got into like, a bit of like the like organizing groups or like a little bit more activism questions would come up about like what's your moon sign your rising sign like oh my god yeah that's so accurate for you and i truly had no fucking clue what i know yeah that's happened to me like, too yeah i was like i'm a taurus and they're like okay but like what's your moon sign and i was like my what sorry <laughs> Right. I was, I was like, I only found out about like moon signs and rising signs and stuff like in the last couple years. I was like, what? The fuck and also I still about? don't know what it means. Like barely I barely understand. I got, I did some research on it for this, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah, like, exactly. I've had things where friends, one of my friends, she, when she found out I was a Gemini, she was like, oh, you're a Gemini. That's why I like you so much. And I was like, what? What? Oh my God. <laughs> I did that all the yeah, because she was just like, well, I get along really well with Geminis. And I was like, okay, like, what the, all right. Or I've had people be like, wait, you're a Gemini? I thought you were an earth sign. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> okay. And then, well, then I think, when I think of that, when they're like, I thought you were an earth sign, I'm like, you know, if I'm a Gemini, that does mean that I project different facets of my personality to you. So you're just seeing that side of me. That's exactly. All. But yeah, it, it's very, very funny to have the whole, it's so like... fucking strange. I literally, a couple of years ago, went into this organizing... It was this meeting. It was, uh, you know, about, I'm sure, like, people who are detained or something. And so I'm in this meeting, and the, and the like, warm-up question or the, like, icebreaker was what's your sign? But it was like, okay, so what's your moon sign? And what's like, what's your rising sign and your moon, something like that. And I was like, I have no idea what anyone's talking about. And people looked at me like I had committed a sin. It is. Yeah. It's one of those. I things. was like, guys, it's not that serious. Like in my head, I'm like, this fucking doesn't matter. Um, and I remember that I dated somebody who wanted to know he, he was like, oh yeah, I was going through a really hard time in my life. And then I did my birth chart like my star sign, you know, whatever, my birth chart. And it was really, it was really grounding for me. And I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. I mean, um, so that's where I'm at with horoscopes. So like part of me, like Catherine said, kind of like every time I read anything about Tauruses, I'm like, ah, yes, me. But also I'm just like, some of this feels like a crock of shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like some websites you're just like, Mm, I feel like this is a bad website. It's not giving me any accurate readings. No, but and so, so many it's things all are so vague. They're, oh, they're so vague that it could be absolutely anyone you're talking about. Exactly. So, I mean, that's where I'm at with it. But I do, I do literally have my birth chart saved on my phone because I've had, I've been in so many like weird, like you know, community organizing spaces where it it comes up and I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. So now I have to go and check. Um, I do know that the last place I worked at before the place I'm at now, all three of us that worked in this tiny office were all Tauruses, which was really funny. Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, I loved it because we were constantly eating and also being really petty about other people. So like, we would ask each other advice. And then like, so, like one of my coworkers would ask for advice about like a relationship and we would, and my friend and I would both be like, really petty. <laughs> my friend would be like, you guys are not the ones to yeah. ask. Yeah, that's, well, maybe, see, the thing, that's the thing, but sometimes it does, like, feel weirdly accurate. Also, I remember one time when I was telling someone about my sort of lack of belief, but, like, kind of, I think it's fun. I was, like, saying that my best friend is a Taurus, and then my other best friend is a Leo, and they stopped and were like, what? Like, how can you be friends with a Taurus and a Leo? Like, they're the worst. <laughs> it was such a funny thing. They're like, how does that group, a Gemini, a Taurus, and a Leo, like, ugh, like, it was just the worst combination, apparently. I mean, that's fair. That's a fair, because, like, if you read, yeah, it's true, it's you're true. like, what? Which is why we are all true. very different. We all dress differently. We all act differently. We have a <laughs> core of, like, meanness that bonds us together, but mm -hmm. we are very, very different people. It's, it is true. 
I mean, it's pretty awesome. That's why I thought it was so funny. But yeah, I when I was younger, I was really into like the paranormal and supernatural stuff. And when I say younger, I'm literally talking like last year, <laughs> if only elementary school and like middle school, and uh-huh. maybe like a little bit in high school. I was really into stuff like numerology and like all this other shit. And then as I got older, I was like, what a load of absolute garbage. I don't know what happened, but I was just like, nah, nah. I mean, I think it was also the Harry Potter of it all. Like, I think so too. Because I, I mean, controversial movie. at the moment talking about Harry Potter <laughs> in any positive manner, but it I probably was the Harry Potter to, of it all. I refuse to say the Harry Potter is controversial. J.K. Rowling is controversial. You know what? I'm on that side too. I'm like, you know what? H.P. Lovecraft was a virulent racist. So, like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're, we're using the high pitched. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's so funny. Um. So that's, I guess that's where we're at. Like we, I, every time I see, like, I've seen so many charts, like birth charts and stuff about, like I've done like, like the compatibility birth charts with like partners and stuff as like fun. And I just need to say that like, you know, I always end up single after, so they're not that accurate. <laughs> um, I have noticed, however, that Leo's when it comes to dating, I've dated a two or three maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've off the bat just been terrible people. I mean, as part no, Leos are terrible. My sister's a Leo, and I'm always like, oh, yeah, of course. But yeah, I was going to say so I just wanted to like maybe just get into a little bit of the background about like zodiac stuff. Just because. Oh, hold on. Are we so, missing one? What are we missing? We're missing a zodiac sign. There used to be 13, but now there's only 12. That's what I remember reading. From um, I think so. I actually, I don't know. I don't know. Is that, is I, that, I think that might be for the Chinese zodiac or something like that. No, there was a Zodiac. There was like something. There used to be a Zodiac called Arachnid and it was the spider constellation. Oh, honestly, probably. You know what? Yeah, because like when I was doing research, here's the thing. I was doing research and my eyes were glazing over. I was like, I can't, I can't absorb any of this information. Like none of it was penetrating my mind because it's so incredibly dense. If you actually try to research the history of astrology and um, actually try to find out like, oh, where does this come from? And that come from, it's so dense and so like impenetrable that I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. So basically what I've got is that like it's credited to the Babylonians in a lot of way, like the 12 zodiac signs. Okay. Then it goes further back from them to like Mesopotamia where they had some of the signs, but maybe not all of them. Like mm-hmm. I think the Taurus and Gemini are actually older signs that they had oh, before. Wow. And then, yeah, Babylonians, is, I think they say it's sort of like the version of it that we're kind of familiar with is sort of crystallized around like 1000 BCE-ish. And oh, then wow. it was introduced to the Greeks mm-hmm. in like, 400 BCE-ish. It's just so complicated because it was, in addition to being like, obviously some sort of mystical something, something do the stars, Mm -hmm. it was also like the science of the time. Like, so when you're actually trying to figure out like what people thought about it, it gets very messy because it is magic, but it's also science and it's also constellations. Mm -hmm. It's also all these other different things. So like trying to find and peel where each part of everything comes from becomes very, very muddled. Of course it does. Yeah, so it's like this completely wild cauldron of different things. But basically, it's just like where the stars are in the sky. And oh, also all this shit about like, oh, when this was created, the Earth's axis was actually a little bit different than it is now. So the signs don't match, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't. I really, I really cannot. I'm like, I'm just going to read about how I'm stubborn or whatever. (laughs) It's like, call it a day. Because that's way easier. Do you want to go into like our, our signs and our sun signs and our rising signs? Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go based on like just the stuff I know about Tauruses. Mm-hmm. I, I like, not that I know it by heart, but I can, you know, we can both kind of guess and yeah. figure out. So let's get into it. I mean, I'm a Taurus and Tauruses are supposed to be like their main, their main personality trait is that they're stubborn, which I am. I'm extremely stubborn. You don't um, sound <laughs> yeah don't um, say if anybody ever wants to ask me to argue with them about uh compostable to- compost toilets and riding bikes then that's how you'll know how stubborn i am it's incredible uh, how stu- i'm like a bike it's not scary it's a fucking bike yeah but toddlers I- ride bikes <laughs> i get to a point i think in my life where like i've made a decision and i'm like ah yes this will never change. Yeah, you gave me a bunch of bananas yesterday because you were like, I don't eat bananas. I'm like, what? 
Exactly. So that's how, that's how I work. Um, so like, we're very stubborn. We're apparently like extremely passionate and caring and we love to like care for people, which I guess is a good thing. Um, and we're there for people. Um, we're like very like mothering, I guess, um, despite being very <laughs> stubborn. Um, so we like mother the people around us and apparently we're all we're all we want is comfort. So like nice food and like feeling homey and cozy and just like homebodies is essentially what we are. And we're really good at work. We're really good at saving money. We're good financially um, with every anything financially speaking we're apparently really good and the other thing that it says that i think is very accurate is that we don't get angry very easily but we if there's something that happens that like makes us angry we have horrible tempers like we can we'll go from like zero to a hundred if you push our buttons enough times yeah and it's like and then after that for the most part we're like we just like don't trust the person which i think is pretty accurate for me um where we're just like mm you're a problem. And so that's kind of the end of that. But uh, yeah, also apparently my most compatible romantic signs are Cancer, Capricorn, and Pisces, which is hilarious because my mom is Pisces and we love each other, but pretty sure we drive each other crazy. So. And aren't those all like the very emotional signs as well? Yep. Uh, oh. Capricorn, I think is like pretty, it's like a lot like Taurus, like very Similar. stubborn, very like driven, very like work oriented. Cancer and Pisces, I think are, are obviously both water signs. Um, and so they're very emotional and all this other shit. Yeah. But Pisces is like, I think that one of the main ones that we, but it's like all feelings. If you're with a Pisces, apparently I was reading and I'm, and I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. But I don't know how I feel about an overly emotional person because I'm also extremely practical. So that's a thing. Yeah. So that's what I know about my sign. I also checked our friendship compatibility, which we will get into after in terms of our zodiac. So. Oh, sure. So for me, like Gemini's, I have my whole like breakdown of my like moon and rising sign as well. Mm -hmm. But I was looking it up today. So like I'm a Gemini and Gemini's are supposed to love to like talk <laughs> and like have conversations and um, learn a lot of information and other people who are always dispensing like random information and facts and like things right. you probably forgot, which is me fucking to a T. Mm -hmm. um, and also we're generally quick witted, apparently, because we're air signs. And also we're supposed to be very sort of multifaceted and, and mutable. And these are kind of things that I'm like, yeah, that is true. I do tailor my personality to who I'm talking to. Like you might think of me as a completely different person than like Carmen does or my mom does or whatever. It, it, I'm a different person with other people. And I didn't really think of that as a Gemini thing, but then I was like, hmm, right. it does check out. And apparently we're also very flexible and adaptable. All these lovely qualities. But, you know, we have a bad rep. Everybody's like, oh, Geminis are the worst. You can't trust them. And I'm like, hey, listen, just because I'm going to lie to your face and tell you I like you doesn't mean I'm not trustworthy. Oh, I do do that. If, you, if I hate you, like actually hate you, you, wouldn't, you would never know. I'm so nice to people I fucking hate. And I would sell them to the devil for a corn chip but i they don't know that um so that is true about <laughs> me i guess so and i was also because I, I did look into like what moon and like rising signs mean mm. and apparently your uh moon sign is sort of so apparently what it is is your sun sign which is a sign that everybody usually knows like i am a gemini you're a taurus that's your sun sign mm. um that's like who you are and who you sort of develop into and things like that your moon sign apparently rules your emotions and your mood and is sort of like kind of who you are inside. Mm. And your rising sign is a bit of like uh, what you project to other people or how other people can perceive you. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. So like my moon sign is Sagittarius, which is supposed to be very like adventurous and optimistic and shit like that. Like, I don't know, an easygoing spirit is what a Sagittarius is. Mm-hmm. And then my rising sign is Leo, Jesus. which is, <laughs> yes, and. Um, <laughs> so apparently that's what I project to people, which also kind of checks out. That's why I hate this shit. Because I'm always like, fuck, yeah, that is me. I'm trying to find my chart as well. Because I, as Catherine knows, I just keep that shit on me. because At all times, she has it in her pocket. It's like, ah, uh, just in case. Because I never know when this shit's going to come up. Because y'all just don't stop asking about it. Yeah, it's funny too. Because like, my mom is, um, well, I can't remember what she, my mom is. But the sign that she is, 
I was like, that doesn't make sense for you. Like it doesn't match at all. And then I thought, wait, is my mom a cusp? And my mom is a cusp. And you know what she matches? Exactly what the fucking cusp is. She, it's like perfectly, it was so annoying. Cause I was like, yeah, zodiac signs, blah, blah, blah. But my mom's nothing like her zodiac sign. And then I looked up that she's a cusp and she's exactly a fucking cusp of that, That's whatever hilarious. it is. Oh, so um, I don't, nowhere here does it say what my fucking rising sign, is rising sign ascendant? Yes. Okay, so my sun sign is obviously a Taurus. My moon sign, which I guess is what's on the inside, is a Capricorn, which is quite similar anyway. Yeah, if anything, they're just yep. like more practical. And my ascendant or my rising sign is a Libra, but I don't know anything about Libras. It is you? funny, there are the signs where you're like, I don't know, unless you are one, you're like, I have no idea. Like, I know about Tauruses and Leos and Geminis, of course, and I know about Capricorns a little and Pisces a little, maybe, but that's it. I'm like, everyone else, just like a... So your rising sign is like what you show to the world? Yeah. Okay, so like, for me, okay, so Libra is intelligent, kind, and always willing to put others before themselves. (laughs) They value harmony in all forms. Um... Ruled by Venus, which I think Taurus is as well. From what oh my I God, Carmen, why is it always so accurate? <laughs> um, Libra is adept at seeing all point of views and ex- excels at crafting compromises and affecting mediation between others. Fucking That's hell! My whole life. That is um, so annoying. They're happiest with with a large group of friends, family, and coworkers that they can count on. I do need people I can count on. Otherwise, I'm gonna kick your ass. Probably my Taurus coming out. But yeah, uh, oh, I see, uh, although appears self-confident to outsiders, which is what I always get that I seem really confident, they might struggle with insecurity, especially related to personal identity. And who am I? Yeah, that's a great, I mean, I guess that's pretty accurate for, my, for me, because people are always like, you're so confident. And I'm like, I sweat through my clothes during that presentation. I was not confident. I was going to pee my pants. And they're like, nobody noticed, though. So. I guess that's accurate. I don't like this because then I'm like, is it accurate because it's accurate or is it accurate because it's vague enough that we find accuracies in it? I know it is true, but at the same time, like like that we, it is vague enough that there are a lot of people it could apply to, but at the same time, like if I were to read all of those things about myself, I would, Isabel, sorry, my cat is <laughs> being real wild, but um, <laughs> so if, what was I saying? That if we, that if you read oh. that about yourself. Yeah, so yeah. So if I read that about myself, like, I'd be like, that's not me. That's not me. Like, any any yeah. of your things don't match me. Right. But they, the Gemini yeah. shit is always, like, right. on point. And then you look right. like famous people of your same sign or whatever, and you're like, fuck, she's crazy. Yeah, always, exactly. I always mean, I checking guess- out. And that's you know what? Good. I think it's one of those things as well that people like to shit on and look down on. But mm-hmm. I've noticed that, well, of course, there are men who are into this sort of thing. It is one of those things where it's like women and queer people are all over Zodiac shit. It's like all yeah. they talk about all the time. And I'm like, is it one of those examples of a, something that people will shit on just because it's just women and queer people who right. like it? Because I think that might be it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Bananas. I mean, I, it is yeah. just fun. A lot of it, it is, is just it's like fun. a good time. The issue is when people start doing things, like I've met people who are like, I'll never date a Leo or like, I'll never date a whatever. And I'm just like, but why? Like, that's the thing where people are like, I knew it was never going to work. He was a Pisces. And you're just like, okay. Pardon? Like you're really, really stretching it in those sort of situations. I just feel like, yeah, if you're going to make these huge life decisions based on like a Zodiac sign, I'm also very confused. Like, I can understand if people are like, oh, well, this person has these personality traits that match their zodiac sign and I don't like it, but I don't understand the whole like checking what their birthday is and then not going out with them because they're whatever sign you may not like. So I always think it's strange because people are like, oh my God, you're going to go out with a Leo or like, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or you're friends with those people. Yeah, it it does get weird. Um, So what are, but, but speaking of friendship, what's our compatibility? Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, the other thing I want to say, do you want to shoot out, like, okay, so you know how we both said we don't know about, like, other zodiac signs? Shoot out any knowledge you know about any zodiac sign that you can think of right now. Me? Okay. Um, I think Virgos are supposed to be very, like, practical and organized. Okay. Um, I think Pisces are kind of emotional. Cancers are supposed to be very emotional, Mm -hmm. apparently, um, and very, like, needy. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Scorpios are sexual, I've heard. That's the zodiac mm -hmm. sign thing for them. I've also heard that Tauruses are like very like want to stay in bed and sleep all the time, but are also considered a sexual sign, yeah. weirdly. And then, um, I mean, there's all this shit about Geminis that were like lying, conniving. Bananas, <laughs> crazy, humans. Bananas crazy humans. And you know what? That's rude. Just because I'm adaptable, it doesn't mean. I've also heard Sagittarius tend to make bad decisions. <laughs> I've really heard that one. Which oh, God. That's very like, good. Hmm, 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 hmm. Aries are supposed to be like very naive, not naive, I guess a little bit naive, but or, or childish because they're a, the youngest sign in the zodiac or something like that. And that they can go from very angry to very calm very quickly. Oh, yes. That's my yeah. cousin. My cousin yeah. Andrew and Aries. I've heard that. I've heard, yeah, Capricorns are very practical and kind of like hate everybody, but just pretend that they don't. Right. Yeah, except huh. for like maybe a couple people. That's really funny. Yeah, what about you? Do you know any other random zodiac facts? I'm trying to think. So yeah, so Aries, that they have a temper. That's like the one thing I've heard. Leos are very vain. Oh God, that they're just narcissists. They're the narcissistic egomaniacs of the zodiac. That's what I've heard about Leos. I feel like I haven't heard a lot of good about Leos, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, Leos and Geminis are like some of the more maligned signs. Yeah, I have a friend, who, uh, my friend Jane, who refuses to be friends with Geminis. Oh. At one point was like to one of her friends, she's like, you're the only Gemini I like. It was very funny. I'm trying to think. Okay, so yeah, so I've heard everything you said about Geminis, obviously the same about Tauruses. The Pisces are very emotional. And they're very artistic. They're like the artists in the Zodiac. Basically, I really don't know much about all the Zodiac signs. I think that's the main thing that I remember and that Aries are just have a temper problem, which fits if, if I think of the people who are Aries in my, in my circle. So um, yeah, that's really all I know. I just wanted to tell you really quickly before we do our compatibility, I had asked people um, like their thoughts on Zodiac stuff. And so of course my friend Tanya, shout outs to Tanya, is also a Taurus. And as are, I think almost, I think everyone, she has like 15 birthdays in the month of May alone. Oh my God. Crazy. Wait, what do you mean she has 15 birthdays? Like there's 15 people in their family with birthdays. Oh. Is that crazy? Oh, that is weird. Um, so she is a Taurus. And so she's always like, Taurus is the best sign. So that's what she said. Um, my friend Michael is an Aries and he also has one of those tempers where like, he's very calm and chill, but like when he gets angry, whoo, horrifying. Yeah. And then there was this girl, um, Aman that I went to school with, who's amazing and great. And she, she was like, Scorpios are actually angels. So I don't know what the stereotype is for Scorpios, but I think she's trying to redeem herself. Uh, yeah, I think Scorpios also have sort of like a negative. Yeah, I think it's Scorpio, Gemini, Leo, we're like the bad boys of the Zodiac, I guess. Yeah. Also, so you know, weirdly, Aquarius is an air sign. That always seemed weird. I was like, why is it like, water? What? Yeah. So I think there's that. And then I had also asked if people thought that it was like valid or not. And my mother literally just put, it's bullshit. <laughs> mother stands that's all she put bullshit so which is funny if you ever talk to my mom about some of the things she believes in that she would say the zodiacs are bullshit but i mean let's not we'll roast your mom <laughs> we'll get into that at another point so yes for our compatibility, Catherine, because you are a Gemini and I'm a Taurus, mm -hmm. um, I had looked, because if you look at like the romance compatibility is different from friendship compatibility, because what I saw was that Gemini and Taurus dating is like a big no-no. I mean. But friendship is very, very interesting because it's the opposite. So what it says from uh, the website that I found it on, um, this friendship can last for a very long time because it's always secure and neither of them ever feels tied down to, to each other. Oh, that's Which great. Is, it's very funny. And it says the friendship between the Taurus and the Gemini is pretty intriguing because the Taurus is always practical while the Gemini is playful, which means these two approach life differently. And so, <laughs> and it says, it says, while the latter loves dealing with the new, the former hates change. If they happen to be friends, it's usually because their interests are the same. And I was like, yep. Yeah, that checks out. So it says um, it had like, uh, like a rating for each. So we have mutual interest is like an average rating for like strength and then but loyalty and dependability and fun and enjoyment we have strong compatibility for what we want to do oh i wonderful. think it's really funny um and also very true and uh so it says that so gemini loves to talk about anything and to jump from one subject to another while tourists <laughs> focusing on the same topic 
<laughs> and doesn't give up bringing and doesn't give up bringing arguments to his or her opinions until the other person is convinced. Catherine's never convinced, which is one of the most frustrating parts of our friendship. Because Catherine, have you watched Breaking Bad yet? No, no, I have not. Carmen, <sighs> I am impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, these two um, together for these when these two are together, it's impossible for them to not become childish and make all kinds of jokes. Oh my God! Why is this so good? <laughs> this is actually perfect. Wow! I was like, "Have you ever seen us at the movies? We're awful. We do not." Oh, we're <laughs> it's like we're it's like we revert to like when we were twelve. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Um, on the Taurus will want to save money and to invest in long-term opportunities. The Gemini won't hesitate to, to spend everything. <laughs> in spite of all these differences, the Taurus and Gemini can still have a great friendship because the first loves how the latter is witty and the Gemini simply relies on the advice given by the bull. So we're just like, ah, this works. Oh, this is great. This is also, again, absurdly accurate. That's so funny. It's very funny. I mean, I just think it's hilarious because it's just, it's just very funny. I just love that that's kind of what it says. It also says that our friendship can be a battleground because we're always just like mini or having mini arguments with each other, but they're like funny because you don't take shit too seriously. So we're just like, yeah, whipping at each other, which I think is very accurate. Again, so. that's all so accurate. And again, so again, with Zodiac stuff, it's like, if this was a description of my friendship with like another person, that doesn't match, but it does oh. match with you. <laughs> Oh, so good. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. I also realized, because um, we've all been in quarantine, and I think it's a time where we've noticed things maybe a little bit more, because I mean, we're doing less shit. So I have never, up until this year, realized how many friends and family members I have with birthdays in March. Oh. It is obscene, obscene, the amount of people. I think I had like 12 people if I count my mom, because my mom, three, because my mom's a leap year baby. So we celebrate her birthday on March 1st, unless it's a leap year, and then it's February 29th. But unbelievable, like the amount of friends and family that I have with March birthdays. I was like, every day was like a, another person. And I just... And March is Aries? March is um, mostly Pisces. Oh, and then Pisces. Aries. So I have a lot of Pisces friends that I, did, I didn't notice that hmm. that was the thing. Are Taurus and Pisces like a good match? romantically we're a really good match we're like the best match but yeah that's funny because i don't i have everyone in my family is like a different sign um everyone's sort of all over the board in terms of friends like i don't have friends i don't really have friends with the same birth months right. like the only person like you're my my same month because you're taurus and i'm gemini and we're born right. at the opposite ends of the month but yeah no i don't have that and that's maybe that fits with gemini because i have such a variety of of different sort of friends. It's funny because Gemini's are also, it's like because we're mutable, we're able to see both sides of the issue, which right. is again something I've been doing my whole fucking life is just being like, no, this person means this and this person means this. But then, <laughs> you know, when you look at stuff, it's so funny how clearly anti-Gemini people are because it says that we're able to see both sides of the issue, but that that can make us wishy-washy. And how very there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is with Zodiac signs. I think we kind of look at it and I'm like, yeah, I have a temper issue when you make me angry, which isn't often. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that I'm fiercely loyal and I'll protect the people that I love more than anything else, which I think is like very true. Um, but I just think it's funny that, that that they have these things. It's just my concern is more when people, I mean, like, I guess I should be good about this and be like, how much money do people spend on the church? But like when people are spending money for like horoscope compatibility stuff. Or... Oh, that's a fucking crock of shit. See, that's the thing. That's where it goes over the line for me is when people are just like spending all their money going to psychics and going to like tarot readings and then just like being like, oh, I saw a medium and they did blah, blah, blah. Or just being like, I spent a million dollars on this birth chart so I could have it golden and great. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I know. It's not that deep. It's just fun. It's I know. Because like, it's, it's not our main religion. Like, relax. <laughs> like, what are you I doing? Know. And I it know. is one of those things where I feel like a lot of people need to have faith in something. And right. so wherever that goes, it can be either you can have faith in um you can have faith in like like christianity or hinduism you can have faith in astrology as well and you can also have faith in not having faith you can have faith in literally everything it's just the part of our brain that turns on and lights up 
is universal and it is one of those things where some people I feel just go in way too deep and you're just like listen oh. if you have more than like 10 tassels in your decor you've gone too far you know if you have like a tassel lamp and a tasseled rug and a tasseled something else then you probably are into astrology and you probably have spent too much money on it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but then there are the other aspects like so we know stuff about astrology we can probably list a, a couple things that we mm. understand about it but then there's the fucking numerology bullshit and i'm like what is, what are you talking about like, i mean i read it recently and i was like what is this i just i just did it this weekend and it made me laugh yeah i literally to- i literally know like my path number mm-hmm. and that's it i could not be bothered to add up my fucking whole name and bullshit like my path number is eight number eight Ooh. um and that is the path of like success authority and strength and i was like oh okay i guess sure wow. but like what the fuck does that even mean what's your path number well mine for mine it says that like my my destiny number which i guess is like your path number yeah is 33 oh no i think that's a different thing no it's a different thing okay because yeah, I think, yeah, it's like your master number, but then there's also the number where you sort of, like, reduce your whole, this is why I'm just, like, I just get so, like, exasperated with it. It's like, okay, add your day of your, your birth, the month of your birth, the year of your birth, add all those numbers together, and then reduce it until it's one number. And you're like, that's so stupid, anyway. It doesn't mean anything. But yeah, sorry, what was your, <laughs> your, your other, your destiny number? 33, which means that it's, um, so it's 33, but then... The numbers ruled, so this is what I don't get, is 33 divided by six is what it is, what? which means I'm ruled by Venus, which I was like, okay, well, a Taurus is a Venus, so I guess that matches, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It's known as a master number. The 33 is known as a master number, um, and we're supposed to be healers, teachers, and counselors, which I guess is also accurate, and it says we're good with money. So, like, really, it could be reading the Taurus thing, and it would be the exact same. Oh, well, that is funny, actually. But it's just like really strange because I was reading and I was like, none of this makes sense. Like, it's not explaining how to do this, this properly. Like, there's all these fractions and shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's like too much fucking math. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, I just, but this I find numerology it incredibly frustrating. Far. Yeah, that's why nobody's into numerology. Only like true passionates are into numerology because it's just like, what does that mean? Truly. And, um, yeah, I, so I also am like, no idea what anyone's talking about when it comes to that. But in what the about same um, vein, oh, go ahead. Well, because like, I mean, numerology, we don't know as much about, and it's not as popular because you have to do all this extra work, but it's also just like, what if people have the same name? Does that mean they have the same path? Exactly. You have the same, is it, and why does the letter, like who decided which letter of your name has what number? And what if you change your name? Or what mm-hmm. if you get married? Or is it just the name you're born with? Like what, what is it? Mean. too much it's too complicated it is too complicated and it's just like i don't know i don't like it i don't like it one bit i don't like it one bit either i don't know what about it it just makes it turns me the wrong way i'm I like know. no no but you know what i don't get and i also recognize because we're not from the same culture and we're there's probably a lot of like anglicization and like western lenses on this is yeah. the whole thing with like chinese horoscopes oh yeah i did a little bit of looking into that because we're both like rams because we're, yeah, both- we're rams or goats so with the chinese zodiac there are i think it's, yeah it's also 12 right mm-hmm. so it's rat ox tiger rabbit dragon snake horse goat monkey rooster dog and pig mm-hmm. um and so those are the signs that you can be and it's based on year and so it's basically like lumping everyone, or actually I think it's like from like February to February or whatever, right. um, like Chinese New Year. So right. it's grouping everyone in this year mm-hmm. in a category. And then like, you can be a goat born in like 19, well, like my mom's a goat. So mm-hmm. my mom's born in 1955. And then we're mm-hmm. also goats. And then there's also this whole thing about like, depending on the year that you're in, you're a different kind of goat. So like 1955 is like a wood goat mm-hmm. and we are gold goats. So well, that's opulent as shit. I know. And it's just all this stuff where it's just like, what's your lucky colors and your lucky days. And then like what your personality is like. 
and what the best month for you and the worst month for you. Mm-hmm. It says that goats or um, in general are, we have delicate thoughts. Apparently we are very creative. We're very, perse- we persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, we acquire professional skills well. And although we look gentle on the surface, we're tough on the inside mm-hmm. and we're always very insistent about our own opinions. And for all that I'm like, how do you group a year together? I'm like, yeah, that is most of our friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess it's true. I guess. I mean, we also don't know. Um, I recently watched a show on Netflix, which it has nothing to do with the Zodiac, but it does have to do with like the different cultures and how they do things. So keeping in mind that like it was made for like the white gaze or like the white audience that wouldn't know about it, which I fall into because I wouldn't know about it. But Yeah, absolutely. Called- yeah. There's a show called Indian Matchmaking that just premiered on Netflix. And Mm -hmm. so it's this woman who's like a high end. I I mean, they don't say she's high end, but if you look at these families, you're like, ah, yes, they're rich. Like a high end matchmaker. And so what she says is like, I can do the best job possible. But at the end of the day, if if the stars don't align and the horoscopes don't match, then they can't be together. And one of the big aspects of matchmaking is the horoscope, which I was like, huh, now this is a community of people who take signs very seriously. Very seriously. And I are just like, oh, this is fun. Like some people will or will not get married based on the Zodiacs. Like the families will be like, no, they're not compatible. This is a terrible idea. Um, which I thought was interesting. And they talk about all the different planets and like some people will like spend thousands of dollars to like have this person who's like a matchmaker or sorry, who's like an astrologer, tell them when in life they'll find their, their match and when they'll get married. Yeah. See, this is where, again, where it just gets too much for me. I'm like, I understand, of course, that it's part of different cultures. And like the Chinese Zodiac for, um, well, Chinese people is a much bigger deal, obviously, to them than it is to me. And similarly, I think there is a specific, isn't there a specific like Indian Zodiac as well? I feel like there is. There's like stuff to it that we wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah. But that's the same with the Chinese Zodiac. Like when you hear it and, you know, you and I are like, well, how can you group a whole bunch of people in one year there's a lot we don't know because i'm sure so much shit one gets lost in translation and two people like especially white people don't have the time don't want to have the time or spend the time to be like pulling out all the nuances and intricacies of different cultures yeah like, you pick one culture you stick with it i'm picking the weird babylonian <laughs> and we're going that way and we're going else, the, the like, greco babylonian zodiac and that's the direction we're in and the rest just get the like cold. We get the Coles notes version, basically. And like, where the fuck is numerology from? Like, all of this is just a lot. And a, at the same time, it is one of those things that I respect because it is such an important part of human culture. Like, mm-hmm. it's very clearly like ancient science. It's very clearly like, no, we're trying to live our lives the best we can, and we are going to base it on the stars. And really, what better place to look? If I was, if I didn't know anything about anything else, and then there was just like the stars and the moon and the sun and the earth, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, well, what do they say I should do? Right, exactly. So that makes sense. I mean, I do get that. Um, Did we want to touch on the uh, non- um, non-woo related what we call horoscopes Catherine oh my god yes I do so okay mm-hmm. I fucking hate the Myers-Briggs personality types I hate them Preach. Preach. I hate them and I have been saying it for years what do I say Carmen it is horoscopes for boring people. It is for boring people. I, if you're listening right now and you're like, but I like your boring. I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry to let you know. They are horoscopes for boring people because the people who will yell in your face that zodiacs are stupid and the zodiacs don't make any sense. How can you base anything on the stars? will be like, I'm an INFT. And you're like, what? Yeah fuck are you talking about and then you look it up and it's exactly like horoscopes you do a dumb personality test and it's supposed to tell you exactly what you are Uh and it's just like I really and there are so many people who consider themselves superior because like I'm an actually I'm I'm an I'm I'm an INFJ and I'm really you know it's very small percentage of the population can I just tell you that I I'm an INFJ me too (laughs) I did it today I feel like everybody I've ever spoken to is an INFJ so my response is like it ain't that rare it ain't that rare yeah I did it today saying you're INFJs 
Is everyone an INFJ? Apparently, then? I think it probably is 99% of the population is an INFJ. I'm telling you right now, around. so these people are probably doing these personality tests where it's like, oh, it's one of the rarest, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody, everybody's personality type, it probably says one of the rarest. I uh, bet you it does. It's like, ooh, yes, you're so mystical. You're so rare. I've never heard anyone ever say, oh, I'm a common personality type in the Myers-Briggs. I've never heard that once. No. Have you ever heard that once? No. No. I did it today, and apparently INFJ, I'm an INFJ-A, whatever the fuck that means, and it's the advocate personality. Yeah, I have that too. That's why I'm just like, hello? Excuse me, what? Like, at least with the Zodiac, number one, it's fun and magic. Number yeah. two, there are differences between, like, so if I'm a Gemini and you're a Taurus and we're both INFJ, well, what does that mean? And all of the fucking people who will just swear up and down and putting on their dating profiles and talk about, I'm oh God, surprised. The dating profiles. The dating I am profiles. genuinely surprised it's not on fucking your, like, resume now. Like, people are like, oh, yes, um, I know French and German and I'm an INFJ. Like, the people who talk about it talk about it in a way where you're like, do you think this is But science? is it also like, I feel like it's also very big in like social justice circles because I feel like in a lot of things where people are like, I'm, I'm like an anti-colonial whatever, which is great. Please be anti-colonial and anti-racist. Yes. It's also like INFJ and you're just like, <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it? Sure. Right. Really, like, I genuinely, I find it so much worse than a zodiac sign. <laughs> I find it so much more I irritating. Mean, I, like, first of all, because it takes so long, but it's like all these questions about like, it just, it just drives me bananas. And I, I don't like, also, I don't like, like Myers-Briggs is some, probably some white guy. Uh, I'm probably. Sure. Or two. And so we're sitting Mr. here. Mr. Myers so and Mr. Briggs. So it's literally, okay, so it's created by Isabel Myers and, and mother Catherine Briggs. What's happening here? So Ooh, it's I didn't know it was ladies. Boring ladies. ladies. But it's based on the psychoanalyst Carl Jung. Oh, okay. Like, oh, it's Jungian? Oh, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Come on. Listen, I'm all about the collective unconscious, but like, come on now. <laughs> well, I'm like, no, 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 no. And I feel, okay, so this is probably how people feel about horoscope i mean really we are truly ex expelling vitriol that normally people talk about horoscopes so like i get it i truly i understand why people think it's 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 important and it might be interesting for them but i'm also just like i agree with you the absolute like what's the word i'm looking for like like uh, what's the word snootiness oh yes the snootiness the certainty the like Ah, uh, yes, real science. Yes, yeah, it's, it's real science, and you know, I'm this personality type, and I swear to God, yes, sure, there are lots of people of different races and genders and everything who are into this, but in my mind, there's a white man wearing a fedora telling me he's an INFJ and I want to die. Mm -hmm. He's there. Yeah, he's here in the room. Like a white man with fucking white people dreads. I mean, oh my God. Yeah, like they're <laughs> with under a fedora. A, yeah. a, a white guy with white dreads with a fedora on telling me he's an INFJ. And I can feel his presence in the room right now. That's why I'm so upset. Yeah. What do you think about, um, what's that thing called? Like type, not typography. But like oh, that thing where like the way you write. Yeah, that's mean, also like, bullshit. It's like, number one, can anyone read my handwriting? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I write, I'm basically Ill, like illegible. Like I, <laughs> my writing is illegible unless I truly really try. Um, so what would they say about me that I'm insane? Well, I, I I actually, read, I'm a, either a doctor or I'm clinically insane is what you would base on my. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, like for me, I remember looking into it like I years ago, I remember looking into it and it was like, this is what like your writing type means. And it had like, oh, like if you spell like spell this, you know, sentence. And so you spell it. And then it's like, this is what it means if the A looks like this, or if the R looks like that, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really funny until I think quite a few years ago, I went to Spain with my mom and I don't know why this always stayed in my brain, but my aunt um, is very like, my aunt in Spain is very rude and uh, blunt about everything. And so she was like, oh my God, like we have a real like obesity issue in Spain, like all this stuff is coming in. And I don't know why this is a memory for me, but she was like, there's a child here whose parents find, think it appropriate that he needs to go to a type, like, I don't, I don't, is typography even the word I'm looking for? I don't, I don't know, but I know exactly Whatever. what you mean. Um, specialist, so that he can lose weight. What? 
So they're getting him to change the way he writes things because that will like subconsciously change his relationship to food. So if he changes how he writes, it'll change his personality and it'll change his psychology and he'll eat less. No. I was like, what? I was young too. I feel like I was like 14. That is. And when I heard that, I was like, people are actually out here doing this. That is so Bananas. dumb. Is that it is right? Bananas. That is like, okay, like, that, is, that is when you go and you leap off the deep end. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I have, and this is the thing though. I have heard that there are people who after like a trauma or something takes place, their writing style can change. But that's sure. different than associating like the, the, the size of your letter A with like a personality trait. Do you know Or that I mean? you're going to lose weight if you change. No, what are you talking about? Yeah. And also, yeah. who writes with their own hand anymore? No one. So, you know, that's why I was like, what? Is there going to be a new kind of like, like a divination theory where it's like, well, based on how quickly you type, oh, there's going to be- that coming. So, okay, we have, I think, exhausted our knowledge of the Zodiac, um, our barest knowledge of, like, the Chinese Zodiac, of Mm -hmm. numerology, and all of these things. Now, Carmen, I thought I would surprise you with this. Oh, no. Would you like to do a tarot reading with me? (gasps) I'm terrified, but sure. Aren't I supposed to touch the cards? Yeah, probably, but, like, I did look it up. People do do, like, tarot readings over the phone. Maybe they touch the cards themselves at home, and then someone tells them about it, but you know what? I don't care. And also, it's all made up, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I have a tarot deck. Um, maybe you can hear me shuffling it right now. So my tarot deck is the Rider Waite tarot deck. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about it, the lady who did the illustrations for the Rider Waite tarot deck can't remember her name, but I think she's black. She's, like, uh-huh. ja- she's definitely Jamaican, but she is like a question mark in terms of what her race is even if you look at a picture of her you're like i mm-hmm. think you're black i'm like a hundred percent sure she's black but also she could be mixed up with a bunch of other things so we can do one for me and one for you i'm gonna Go use the um balanced three card tarot spread so we're not gonna do something too ridiculous where we Thank have God. like a million cards for whatever so this one is just basically sort of figuring out like it can be sort of like your mind your body your spirit or your like your physical state um your emotional state and your uh spiritual state okay funnily enough i did it earlier and you know how they say like the cards will sort of reveal to you what they're saying as you're doing the thing mm. i literally did the first card and i was like that doesn't make any sense but then i did the second card and i was like Wait. And then I did all three, and I'm like, this is the state of the world. Because one of the cards was like, was like the chaos and turmoil, and then that's the state of the physical reality. The second card was like, this is how you feel about it, and it was like turbulent and, and vexed and blah, blah, blah. And then the third one was like, you need positivity. And I was like, I hate you. I hate this bullshit. You really can rationalize almost anything. Right. Okay. So I'm going to think of you like deeply. I'm thinking of you, Carmen. Mm-hmm. And in your mind and body and spirit to pick mm-hmm. these cards. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so your first card, which is supposed to be your mind, your physical state, your subconscious, that kind of thing, it is the hanged man. Let me oh. see what that means. <laughs> How accurate, yeah. Catherine. Oh, well, you never know. Sometimes things mean not exactly what you think. Uh-huh. So grand. The, what the first one basically means is it's a... It's a card for wisdom, for trials, for discernment, sacrifice, intuition. That's basically the the general. So that's your how your physical state is, your mind, wisdom, trials, circumspection, discernment. Let's see. So what is I feel like it might come to, to be clear when we look at the second card. Okay. So your second card is the Knight of Swords. So you got Lord help me. Swords. Oh, hold on. If you hear, there's pauses because I am rifling through my little book. (laughs) So the Knight of Swords. So this is actually um, upside down. So it's reversed. Oh God. Okay. So it's impudence, incapacity, and extravagance. What? So you're, if you're, so you have wisdom, you have trials that you're Mm -hmm. going through. You have to discern something and then your state of your conscious your emotional state your body is supposed to be is currently impudence incapacity and extravagance so what i'm reading from this is that you're going through trials right now as we all are and you're having to sacrifice things you're trying to discern what you should do with your life and then how you're 
dealing with it is impudence, incapacity, and extravagance. Are we not all in quarantine, Carmen? Are we not all buying things on Amazon Prime? I, mean, I guess it's true. And then let's see, what is the last one? It is the two of wands. Let me see. Oh my God. Okay. The divinatory, I'm just going to read the, what this one says in my little rider weight book. So this is what you're, have, you have to do, what your third option okay. is, what your spirit is. Okay. It literally is. Between the alternative readings, there is no marriage possible. On one hand, riches, fortune, magnificence, and on the other, physical suffering, disease, chagrin, sadness, and mortification. The design gives one suggestion. Here is the Lord overlooking his dominion and alternately contemplating a globe. It looks <laughs> like the malady, the mortification, the sadness of Alexander, and the grandeur of the world's, world's wealth. So what are you feeling? What is it? the terrible nature of the world. What are you doing? You're at a home, you're buying things. What is um, your state in the future? You are realizing there is no marriage possible between the life that you want and what is currently happening in the world. I am, this is honestly almost exactly the same fucking thing that I picked out. For yourself, that's hilarious. <laughs> maybe this is my tarot reading or maybe it's yours. I think one tarot reading is enough, but like, See? I mean, it's about the best, and we're in the same boat, so... You can rationalize literally anything. anything. Because when I first pulled out the first card, I was like, I don't know what that means. But then you read the other two, and you're like, hmm. Actually, I did go to a tarot reader once after my boyfriend died, because, you know, Carmen was really going through it. And so I went, and it was so funny, because you know how you talk about, like, oh, you can, like, discern anything from whatever. Let me tell you... That the first thing the woman, obviously she was like, obviously it's not real, but like the woman was like, you're going to meet a tall, dark stranger. And I was like, I'm here to talk about my dead boyfriend. So ah, that's really great. I, will, I would just sat there like laughing. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Like, and I was like, well, this is a waste of $20. I mean, it really is. I remember my sisters and I were walking down the street one time, like in Toronto late at night. And then we saw um, a tarot fortune teller place mm -hmm. and I've never been to one. And we were all like, let's go. We just decided to do it. We and should really do that one day. We, we should do it. Go. It is fun. It is a fun time. Anyone who's like, why would anyone do that? For the entertainment dummy. And you go up to someone's essential house over like, um, over like, yeah. a, like a food shop or whatever. And honestly, one by where we let live, me tell right? you, that is something that is like a dream to be living in a city and you have like a witch's shop above like, I don't know, a grocery store. A grocery store. Mat. Oh my God. I love that. I love the idea of that. And you went and her house was nice because it's one of those old sort of like Victorian Toronto, Toronto houses. Yeah. So we went in and then I remember distinctly we were doing like the palm reading thing and um, I couldn't think of a question. She wanted me to ask a question and I couldn't think of a fucking thing. I was like, I couldn't think of anything. And so her answer was so generic because she I was not giving her anything to improv off of. That's but hilarious. With my sisters, they gave her something and she gave them answers. One of my sisters, uh, who has no children and I don't think intends to have any children, was told that she will have three healthy children. So mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It is very funny though. I, also, side note on palmistry, I don't know about you, but I mean, I've told you this before, but my palms have a perfect M in them. Mm. And apparently that's supposed to be like good because everyone, everyone, even remember it was like your mom and your aunt saw my palm and they were like, oh, you have a perfect yeah. M. And I was like, well, what does it mean? And nobody can tell me, but apparently it's powerful. Ugh. What they Palm always mystery, say, baby. but you know, that works out well. But I mean, I think we've, I think we've touched on as many witchy adjacent things as possible witchy adjacent and it's very funny because like we are casually witchy people me more so than you but i'm yeah. the witchy in the, the type where i'm like i'm gonna go get some cotton and i'm gonna go gather some herbs from the forest and you are witchy in the type where you are a little obsessed with death exactly so I mean, that works well i think it fits mm -hmm. one day one day we'll have that coven carmen <laughs> uh it'll work out great but anyway will. This was fun. This was fun. I'm glad I got to a tarot Catherine, reading. How many minutes have we been recording? Because secretly, everyone, we've been trying to get a mini-sode done. Oh, oh, we are not at a mini-sode, but we got an hour. I've been keeping track of the time because the last episode we did went on. Listeners, I'm telling you, we talked for two and a half hours, and I had to cut out 
like, well, some of it was just fluff at the beginning. I could easily cut out, but still I cut out like 45 minutes of conversation. Hilarious. And I want it to die. I was like, Carmen, like, we need to record. We need to pay attention to the time. What are you going to do after we stop recording? Do you have any plans? Me? I'm going to make food. No, I'm going to eat food because I already made food. We bought some Chinese food yesterday. It's funny. I bought something that had gluten in it. And did I sleep or did I sleep? I took a huge nap after I finished eating. I went passed right out. Um, and then I, this morning, like I woke up at like 1.30 like, <laughs> p.m. Because I was just conked out from the gluten that I had. And then I made fried rice today because we're extending our Chinese food marathon. So I right. made I made fried rice and um, my mom is making eggplant with um, shrimp and then also a curry dish. Ooh. So I'm going to eat tonight. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm just having dinner and I started uh, watching a new show um, on Netflix. I forget what it's called. I think I have it here now. Giri and Haji. Jiri and Haji. It's like this, like, you know, those like beautiful British TV shows that I love, only it's Japanese. Oh, that's cool. Which is like Giri and Haji, I think is, oh God, I'm definitely not pronouncing that properly, is um, translated into duty and shame. Oh, oh, that's cute. Um, and it's with a British, a lady, British lady detective and a very handsome um, Japanese old man detective. So. Ooh, that actually sounds great. I've heard someone say that we should, um, or someone told me that we should have a recommendation section on our podcast. I think we tried that once and then we promptly forgot. Forgot. Um, so Ooh, I, okay. Yes, go, go. Okay. I, I so I'm going to recommend a show that I love that I've watched multiple times. Um, it's called Dairy Girls. It's a British sitcom <laughs> show. It's so funny. There's like 12 episodes of it. Oh, good. And they're so funny. And I, I rewatch them a lot, actually. I watch Dairy Girls pretty often lately. I've been just like rewatching it. And it's about these four girls and one guy, and they're the Dairy Girls. <laughs> and they are living in Troubles era um, dairy in Ireland. And it is so funny. And I love it so, so good. much. And some of us might need subtitles for it, like Carmen. It is, yeah, you might need subtitles wow, for the wow. Irish accents. <laughs> it's really wow, great. I can understand. Um, yeah. So that's a great recommendation. I think for me, it's the documentary Mucho Mucho Amor, the Walter Mercado documentary. So if you just go on Netflix and you type in, if you don't know how to spell it, you just type in Walter and you see a man in a cape who kind of looks like possibly a woman and blonde. Yeah. That's the, that's the documentary. It's only like, it's like less than 90 minutes. It's great. It's about this iconic man who like in the like 70s, 80s and 90s, as a Puerto Rican man was able to be like gender fluid and extremely extravagant and like very femmy. Yeah, it was like, like, how did they let him on TV? No, like, they never, like, not a once did he ever get shit for his sexuality. Like it's outstanding. He was magic. Oh my God, he was magic. Icon, magic. So, and the reason I say you should watch it is because as much as like, yeah, Latin Americans, like you'll watch it and it'll be like, oh my childhood or like growing up, like, oh my God, Walter. No, like I've had like white people, Canadian people, like English speaking people watch it and they're like, Carmen, who is this man? Like, what is this life he lived? And I'm like, listen, you did not experience him every day at like 5.55 Monday. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> so but for me, I was like, who the fuck is this? Who's this yeah. drag queen? What are you talking about, Carmen? Exactly. He was just a drag queen before it was cool to be a drag queen basically like honestly he if he was magic I, I believe it's just like the type of content that we need right now because it talks about his like stripes and like being like have being like backstabbed and how hard everything was for him but then also kind of like how he how he's always just been this like character since he was little and like it just he just like went with it and it just worked for him he's like the emotional like, opposite he's like the emotional opposite of tiger king Yes. Yes. Exactly. He's like wild, but like in the most touching way where he's just like, this is my life. Like this is like everybody thought I was a blessed child and that I had superpowers. And so I just went with it. And like I brought people happiness and grace and, you know, I told them what they wanted to hear and always gave them positive energy. And I'm like, I do enjoy this. 
while wearing a fantastic cape. Catherine should own half of those capes. Oh, honestly, I was looking. I was like, those are pretty great. I would, I'd, I've been, I've been in the market for a cape lately, so, you know. Might as well. You might, might as, as well. well go steal one from the museum in his honor that's yeah. in Miami. Yeah, that'll go well. Um, <laughs> but anyway, folks, we're going to head out. We're going to head out. So thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please leave a five-star review yeah. on iTunes because then people will see us and then we'll be like so popular. You guys, can you imagine? You could be like, I used to listen to them before anybody else did. <laughs> you totally do that. That would be amazing. That's yeah. like when Catherine and I and Alicia talk about Issa Rae and we're like, remember when she used to do YouTube videos? Oh, you could be in on it like we were in on Issa Rae. Don't you want to be the uh, Issa Rae adjacents that we are? Uh, <laughs> that was an absurd thing to say. Uh, uh, by the way, I watched that movie with her and Kumail Nanjiani. and. It's good. It's very cute. It's very funny. And she's so beautiful. I'm like, Ugh. you keep getting better looking with every single second. I don't know what's happening with her. I know. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Whatever. So what is your Instagram, Carmen? My Instagram is Carmen underscore Maria 416. Catherine? Mine is the CC Williams for pictures of my cat and <laughs> shit I've been baking. Uh, yeah. And also... Our Instagram is I'd kill a spider for you. And our Twitter is I'd kill a spider number four, letter U. And um, please follow us, comment. Please follow us. Engage. Yes. We're very responsive. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Bye, you terrible Taurus. Ugh, I'm not terrible. I mean, like, so stubborn. Oh, my God. <laughs>